Hi everyone, my name is Liz and this is my first podcast episode. Realistically with Liz will be a place to tell stories of real, relatable people in New York. Why they moved here, why they love it so much, why they hate it, and why they call it home. Today I'm going to walk you through the past 10 years that I've been in New York. So let me take you back to 2010. I was fresh out of high school living in Puerto Rico. Yes, that's right. Puerto Rico, a small island off the Caribbean who, yes, is still part of the United States. I packed my new American tourist or luggage and off I went to the airport. I guess you know where I was going. The Big Apple, New York City. I had been accepted into the Fashion Institute of Technology. I arrived in New York with the dream of becoming the next Rachel Zoe, the next great fashion stylist, the next great fashion editor. Little did I know that my story was going to change. I wanted to do. I never saw myself going to school in Puerto Rico. Many of my classmates that I had grown up with since I was in kindergarten wanted to study engineering or become a doctor, and those just did not seem like the right path for me. I wanted to do something different. I loved watching TV. I loved watching movies. I loved reading magazines. For in fact, I had a box of magazines shipped to my dorm room so I could feel them and be inspired by them daily. That was one of the reasons that drove me to New York City. FIT was a very unexpected experience. It's definitely not your typical college campus with assemblies and sports and you know college football that definitely is not at FIT I mean I didn't expect all of that with it being a fashion school but you kind of imagine after watching you know every teen movie that you will experience something like that on the other hand what I did get to experience was living in New York City at 18 years old without any parents. Uh, Yes, some rules because I did dorm and, you know, there was certain rules that, you know, come with living on a college campus, but it was definitely eye-opening. For the past 15 years, I went to the same school with the same 45 kids that I knew. So New York City was definitely a new book for me, not even a new chapter to use that analogy. I did end up moving to New York though with one of my good friends from back home, which definitely helped the transition period. 
We were roommates our first year in college. So again, having someone that could relate to Puerto Rico and relate to, you know, how things were and how we used to live compared to New York City was definitely comforting. You may think, oh, you know, Puerto Rico, New York, not so different. Absolutely. (laughs) They are extremely different. For starters, not that I am encouraging underage drinking, but, you know, when you're in high school, you experiment with a lot of things. You start going out with your friends and... It was a very big culture shock to go from, you know, driving yourself out on a Friday night to landing in New York, having a drinking age limit of 21, and also knowing that you needed to find your way home, whether it was a subway or a taxi cab, which at 18, no one had money to pay a taxi cab unless you were shoving six girls in that taxi cab. Um, yeah, so definitely a very, very interesting experience. So for those of you who aren't familiar with FIT, it's one of the leading fashion schools in America. It's on the list with FIDM, which is in California, and SCAD, which is in Savannah, Georgia. It's a very popular school that, you know, Michael Kors went to and, you know, a couple influencers and bloggers nowadays. Um, To touch on that subject very quickly, I am not an influencer. I am not a blogger. And the whole purpose behind my podcast is to tell you relatable stories of people living in New York today. And my story started 10 years ago and continues to run. I am extremely happy that I chose New York City. When I was searching for colleges, also trying to understand what I wanted to be in the world, we're given this big task at 18 years of age after having been in, in school for most of our lives to then just go back to school. But, you know, making our first real adult decision by doing so. And I found myself looking at two schools, which I had the privilege of both getting accepted into. Uh, One was FIT and the other one was an art institute, which, you know, offered the same program. So that kind of, you know, was, was covered. And basically one, the other school was in Miami. And the difference there was that there wasn't going to be a major difference. I was going to be closer to home because the flight from Miami to Puerto Rico is quicker than New York. Um, The environment and the atmosphere to me felt very similar to what I had grown up with after visiting the college. It didn't 
feel like a real challenge to me. And that was one of the things that was underlining my decision to go to FIT. I had learned about this school through a friend and I decided to apply. Back in the day, it was really based off of your essay submission. Not really sure how the process has changed nowadays, but yeah, that was that was how I made my decision. It was not just because, you know, I had a friend coming with me, which obviously did, you know, go on the pros list, but I wanted something to challenge myself. I had seen TV shows and I mean good ones and movies uh, about New York and making it in New York, which, you know, just really drove me to want to move here again. New York is not for everyone, and I've definitely met people along the way which have experienced that, or they see New York as a layover. They come here for school, they leave, they pursue a career elsewhere, or vice versa, they go to school somewhere else, they come here for a career, and then when it's time to make a family, people typically leave New York. So, you know, I have just admired the revolving factors that make up New York and make it so exciting every single day. I can find myself walking a street and remembering something that happened to me there seven years ago and not seeing the same establishment open but seeing a new coffee shop, a new restaurant open, which is part of the magic that New York offers. Yes, there's businesses everywhere, but New York has something special about it that makes people thrive and hustle and work really hard to quote-unquote make it. So going back to kind of my revolving theme of this podcast and this episode is to really talk about people making it. And I've listened to many podcasts that interview entrepreneurs, influencers, famous people, you name it. And, you know, I I keep hearing similar stories and you know even though they're great and they're inspirational I never truly fully connect with them because all of these people have made it and I feel like there is a lot to be said about people who are just taking it day by day living paycheck to paycheck but still giving it their 1000 percent a little bit more about my time at FIT. So I did end up staying my four years at FIT, which, you know, many people think it's a mix, to be honest, if people do stay for four years. Obviously, you know, when you think of an undergraduate, you think of a four-year college, but FIT offers this kind of two-year program that you can basically mix and match your majors 
Um, if, you know, while you're studying, you end up, you know, growing interested in a different major, different subject, and it kind of gives you the ability to do that. So I'm at FIT, and as I previously mentioned, I saw my career going in a certain direction that I was going to become a stylist, an editor, you know, I was dreaming of working for a magazine, having a walk-in closet, basically being surrounded by designer things. And I mean, that's something that I still probably dream about. Maybe not the magazine part, but the walk-in closet part. Um, So to do that, I needed to get a job. I needed to actually gain work experience. And not just that, I moved here and look, as much as my family supported me moving to New York, leaving the nest, they were very serious about me getting a job as well. My older sister pre-warned me basically saying, hey, parents are going to help you out with tuition because you're, you know, in school, but that's about it. If you want to explore New York, if you want to buy yourself things, that's all going to be up to you and what you decide to do to make it here. So that was extremely eye-opening, probably two months into moving into New York, thinking that, you know, I could kind of live in this bubble and just think, you know, I don't need anything. Like, I've been living with my parents. I've been enjoying my best life. Little did I know that I needed to work for things. So that was when I was first introduced to retail and not the walking into a store and buying something it was the walking into the store and asking for a job my first job was from a job fair at FIT with forever 21 believe it or not and to be completely honest it lasted about a month so I sought out for another job And I ended up working at a store smack down in Herald Square. So those of you that aren't familiar with New York City, Herald Square is where the flagship Macy's store is. It is probably one of the busiest areas aside from Times Square in New York at all times. So that was very interesting Again, this is a time that I was still dorming, so I was close distance, and I was new, I was ready, I was taking full charge of my life by taking on this job, and as I was there, I met so many different people and realized that retail is a full career for other people. And 
it was just very eye-opening to see people at an older age working in retail and putting so much effort into this job. You know, it wasn't just an hourly paycheck. Those commission checks definitely were their livelihood and where it was what they lived for day to day. That's how they provided for themselves. That's how they provided for them families. So that was really interesting to me to observe and experience in such a young age. And, you know, to think of my perspective of what I wanted to get out of retail and what they were getting out of retail was two very different things, which is something that I want to explore during this podcast as well. I am going to bring in a few of my friends that I met while working retail and a few of them that I'm still really close with um, and others that, you know, have just seen retail as a stepping stone as I did to really gain their perspective and, you know, see what it is working retail in one of the biggest cities in America. Still felt that I needed to work more and earn my stripes and really understand the business. So that led to my first job out of college, which was when a showroom, which was at a showroom, that introduced me to the world of wholesale. This is when I realized what it truly felt like to work for a brand and to push a brand, the real meaning of sales. There were people behind the scenes creating these stories based on their customers, based on what trends for the season and based on past data. These things were not taught. These were things that you learned from working in the industry. In a 500 square foot office where I sat 10 feet away from the CEO for a year, I shared the same four walls with a very small team, running brands and selling brands to major department stores. This was definitely way different than making sure that your sweater pile was evenly folded. Now, even though I consider my time at FIT to be bittersweet, at the end of the day, it brought me to New York and it has taught me so many things. New York is the first place I got a job, made friends, lost friends, took risks, and fell in love for the first time. I hope you join me next week as I dive into more of my stories in New York.